worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Look at that. The gang's all here. Everyone's yeah. here, yeah. Nice. All accounted for. Um, Jimmy's cat. I think we're going to get a winner today, Jimmy. I don't. You don't, eh? 715? No. no, we're not getting a winner. I don't want to give away any of my money. $500 Stay away cash? from my money. Yeah, you just have to answer five questions correctly in like, 25 seconds. And, why can't uh, we can give away one of your guys' money? $500. It's funnier when we give away your cash. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> we need our money. Even the boss thought so. <laughs> You guys all suck. All right. Um, that's an ongoing thing at 7.15 and at 4.15 on 95.7 Cruise FM. And I remember yesterday, I, I don't remember when, but I mentioned that some of the questions might be tied into this day in history kind of stuff mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, don't well, give them hints. Okay. This band and this song is not a hint. <laughs> At all. <laughs> On this day, September 19th, 1992, Radiohead filmed the video for this single. Their first single, too. Creep. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. The Russell Brand stuff dropped a couple of days ago, right? So the, yeah, the I saw this on Sunday. Sexual assault and uh, one case of rape out of the four women that have come forward. Mm-hmm. A couple one of, of them, them was sixteen, I believe. <sighs> a couple of the women have um, remained anonymous, and there's two, I think, that are pub like they're public. Mm-hmm. So out of the four, I could have the numbers wrong, and. So over the last couple of days, whatever, whenever anything like this happens on social media now, you get all of these old interviews and these clips from movies and all of this stuff to sort of I, I, not... Not prove that he... But just but, to show, like, oh, was something going on. Like with um, um, Hyde from that, Danny Masterson. Yeah. You know, all the old interviews. After Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher wrote those letters in support of him. Everyone started It's all showing. these old interviews where it's like, oh, this was weird now that you look at it knowing what you with, know. and With a different set of eyes. Yeah, different lens on. Like, yeah, yeah, there was a view... A per area, uh, uh, an appearance from Russell Brand on The View. Mm-hmm. It was a little creepy. There was the Kristen Bell from Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where she was saying like, "I she I told him to behave and like I'll cut his nuts off." Basically, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he so tries you, anything. You can see him being aggressive with women in mm-hmm. multiple situations over the years. Um, if you were paying attention online, and the one that I found interesting because I completely forgot that they were actually a thing was Katy Perry. Yeah, they were married. 
I forgot. I completely forgot. It wasn't for very long, though. That was a few years. A couple years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is very short, though. It is I in mean, the grand scheme of things. They were married for two years. I just celebrated Three my years. 29th wedding yeah. anniversary. But when you think of like celebrity marriages, sometimes you're like, oh, they've made it past six months. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> anyway, um, they went back and dug up <clears throat> some, some old comments from Katy Perry. And uh, there was one, she said, I keep it locked in my safe for a rainy day. Pop star commenting on um, the real truth behind her relationship with Russell Brand and what she found out, which is interesting. Yeah, she was on Vogue saying, I know the real truth. Uh, Yeah. Creepy. The, The thing about this guy that's interesting is... And I had a conversation yesterday on the podcast that I do with Dean Blundell. Mm-hmm. We were talking about whether or not he has shifted to the right and, yeah. and, and questioning all sort of, like, well, all authority in an attempt to cover up what his past was. Do you think? Maybe. Yeah. Well, he's become like a wellness influencer, which is a new thing in the last couple of years. And... They tend to be more in line with pretty right-wing people. So now, like, Tucker Carlson and Elon Musk are both sharing, like, conspiracy videos about him. I've seen this morning. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, oh, this is all a conspiracy to silence him. Yeah. Okay. You know he's a shady dude when the Church of Scientology turns him down from being part of it. <laughs> really? Really. Because uh, during Rock, because I, I just read this, I looked it up, he t- tried to get into the church, but he was rejected. Could you imagine being rejected by, by the, the Church of Scientology? <laughs> well, well he can always, anyone with money. He can always hang out with Tucker Carlson and they can stun their assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that supposed to be a thing? <laughs> anyway, the thing about this is, and, and listen, he, you're innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. But this is worth saying out loud. Because a lot of guys will automatically side with the dude and, mm-hmm. right? And he's, we've seen this with, in multiple situations. This is not one of those cases where without doing a little bit of research Mm -hmm. you should not be defending russell brand in the lunch hall today yeah let it play out (laughs) yeah i think yeah this he's a creep the locker room i will point out my hypocrisy uh before we get into this okay um we are very 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 much as a couple in debt Mm -hmm. right um we As have most are. I we think. have we have three mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my comments, you know, moving forward here, mm-hmm. it, it should be tempered with that in mind. Mm-hmm. But I will say this about debt because I read this article about relationship debt that the kids are getting into. I guess Gen Zs. And Gen uh, and millennials are running up massive debt from dating. Yeah, they're calling it dating debt. So and they're going into debt in the pursuit of love. Yes, and they and you see this, and I've I've see I've witnessed this. Mm-hmm. I've witnessed this with younger people that I know 
in my life and they will they will go on an expensive trip shortly after meeting somebody yeah. they'll do they'll they'll spend crazy amounts of money when they meet somebody and racking up that credit card debt and they said expensive <sighs> meals outings all sorts of things i get it i i understand live your best life yolo trying to impress people yeah whatever like partner yeah the case might be but daddy lock <laughs> we'll say this out loud yeah if you get yourself into too much trouble you will carry that for a long time which that can could, really hurt you which then could affect your relationship with that person yeah so you're trying to impress them you're pulling out the credit card to pay for for that expensive meal or, or whatever it is yeah um, eventually, if that relationship grows, at some point you're going to have to reveal your debt to that person. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know I don't know a lot about your dating with with Michaela, mm-hmm. like, but I do know that you were fairly honest with her right out of the gates. Oh yeah, we like, both were. You yeah. had, you had to use charm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we were both honest right away. We were like, yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of money. <laughs> this is what you're dealing with. What's the point of lying off the start of a relationship? It's just going to set it up for failure, right? Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, be careful. Again, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen people get themselves into... It took Jimmy... Jimmy ran... This wasn't dating. No. He ran up a credit card that he couldn't pay off, and that took forever. Well, Jimmy wanted to invite a girl to Jamaica with us that one year, and he was going to pay for it. We're like, Jim, no! You're not paying for their trip to Jamaica. Yeah, we shut the door on that. (laughs) See, that's why you have us there, Jimmy. Yes. Yeah. You you guys have saved my life in so many different ways. He'd still be paying for that trip three years later. Well, he's still paying for it because he had to sleep on the floor for two weeks. (laughs) His back has never been the same. The bathroom. (laughs) He had to go to the bathroom outside in Jamaica. Welcome to the locker room. Every once in a while, the Chris Rock, Will Smith, Oscars slap will rear its head again. Yeah, it comes back. It it just sort of re sort of emerges into the conversation. Mm -hmm. And this most recent emergence is Chris Rock talking about. Well, it was Leslie Jones that revealed it. Who's Leslie Jones? SNL, Leslie Jones. Okay. Uh, you got to show me a picture. Ghostbusters. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, 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 yes. And I was okay. like, why is she spilling this secret? She must know him then. Yeah, they're good friends. But, they're good. Okay. Yeah. So I guess he was suggesting that, uh, or not suggesting, but saying that he went to counseling mm-hmm. because of the slap, that he had to get professional help. Yeah. Um, and, and then... It was, it it was so embarrassing for him. It yeah. went one step. He had to go to counseling with his kids, mm-hmm. his daughters. Well, think about it. His I didn't. His, I didn't he was really saying his kids that. watched him get slapped on national, t international TV, right on one of the biggest stages. Yeah. Imagine if your daughters, <laughs> you know, watched you get slapped, silly, slapped around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and this is just it's on a different level, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's Will Smith. Yeah. Yeah, um, imagine if your daughters watched you get slapped by Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably enjoy it, actually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'd film it. <laughs> so I didn't really think of it from that perspective. I remember when we were first talking about this, and it came out that Will Smith was kind of frustrated, or somebody in the family, I think maybe Jada, who, oh my God, I still can't believe they're... <laughs> 
I can't believe that that he's still with her. That's <laughs> unbelievable to me. But um, she was talking about the frustration the family had because Chris Rock was refusing to sit down and meet with Will. Yeah, to to they want like a out. week later. They're like, let's sit down, and, and I'm yeah. like, you need to relax that. Yeah, because Chris Rock gets to drive this ship. He gets to make the decision. It's his call. It's his call. And yeah. if he never, ever wants to sit down and talk with you, th- you're going to have to chew on that. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, I was surprised by that. That just shows their level of arrogance. Yeah, right? they're the worst people. <laughs> that whole family. I, and the thing is, I really like Will Smith. <laughs> but like, he's got the worst kids. His kids he's are got, awful. Yeah. <laughs> They're, they're just horrible human beings. His wife's awful. He Yeah. How did he this happen to Will? I don't know. It's I, supposed to be Big Willie time. Like Getting jiggy with it. <laughs> the Locker Room. Only on Cruise. Calling Scott? Yeah. Scott sent us a text. We were having the conversation about not lying to your, your new romance your new interest morning yeah not racking up debt and yeah. be honest and yeah, scott yeah. scott yeah. you were you honest with her out of the gates or was it something it, that took a little bit of time to share with her uh no i i was honest like i met her in may and june i told her uh hey by the way i'm going bankrupt <laughs> So now, like a month into the relationship, you're like, yeah. by the way, there is no money here. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like, she was totally fine with it. That's You got to get that out of the way. I mean, how would you be able to hide that, right? Yeah. So, but yeah if, there's any, if there's any potential for any romance there, and how long have you been together then? It'll be seven years as me. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, so this isn't something that just sort no. of happened. It was, it's, nope. it, yeah, good for you. Are you back on your feet? Yes, I am. Okay. Did she help you pull your head out of your ass financially? Did you need that help? No. no. Okay. No, right. she just, I dealt with it on my own. And, okay. But okay. she she stuck by me. Oh, I would have been a complete gong show without my wife. Yeah. Yo, yeah. <laughs> I would be in so much trouble right That's now. That's why you met her young. You needed yeah. her. We're still in trouble, but I would have been in a lot more trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Scott, I think you made an excellent point about being honest right out of the gates, and it probably strengthened the, the relationship, right? Oh, it certainly did. You have a good day, brother. Yeah, you too. Another moment with Dr. Locke. Read an article yesterday about the impact of the smoky days. Oh, yeah. Because we just passed a, another land or milestone for most smoke hours and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In Edmonton. And obviously with the wildfires north of us and in BC, well, and all around us, mm-hmm. um, everyone's dealing with this. And it's not every day, but... Like, the last couple of days, yesterday was pretty bad. It's been bad, yeah. Sunday was was bad. Mm-hmm. And um, my thing with this is, and I don't want to make this about me, but I have a bit of a drinking problem. So when I start to get a headache, I'm like, am I drinking too much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I realize, no, no, it's the smoke. <laughs> I've got this low-grade headache, yeah. not because of my alcohol problem, but because of the smoke. <laughs> well, it's I get tr- that. Yeah, it's true, though, and it's right in here, right? Is that where you get yours? So, Mine is um, sinus-related. Yeah, mine's right 
in the sinuses. Mine has been like top Mine's middle of my forehead, and then that's where a lot of people I talk to, and it's smoky. They're like right up in there. Mine's behind yeah. the eyes. Mm. Like it yeah. feels like it's behind my eyes. But I can tell when it is a really smoky day sometimes. Yeah, I'll have this headache that's going on. So it's not your alcohol problem, everybody. <laughs> it's the wildfires. <laughs> you have a low-grade headache because of your because of the climate change. They're calling it eco-anxiety, too. Yeah, they were also saying, like, it affects your mood. Yeah. When it's gray and smoky out, it's a, it's a bit of a downer, a bit of a depressor. But they also say the same thing. Like, remember when we had that uh, really bad winter where we had, it was minus... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Horrible for a really long time. Well, yeah. I lived in Vancouver for a cup of coffee. I went to radio school in the Lower Mainland. Best six years and, ever. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh... You would have like a January where you did not see the sun. Mm-hmm. And I. It impacts you. I'm telling you, it impacted me. Yeah. I remember when it's three weeks and, in, two yeah. weeks in, you'd be like, and someone just show me the sun, Dad. And the same thing up north, like uh, like in Yellowknife and stuff like that. They they go like winter where you don't see yeah. the sun at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, that'd be tough. That'd be a tough one. But the smoke, yeah, apparently does the same thing as that. So. Yeah, so you might be feeling a little bit down and and that low grade headache again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, not your, your alcohol. drinking. It's not your alcohol. <laughs> Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're gonna lose. Please, Kelly. How you doing this morning, brother? Not bad. How are you? Good. Good. Just got to work. I did. Did you hear Andre yesterday? I did. He didn't get it. Yeah, no. he was a loser. <laughs> now, did you think you could have gotten all five yesterday? Yeah, except the Yankee one. Mm. I had everything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Mickey Mantle the question. The Mickey Mantle yeah. question okay. was a little bit yeah. tough. I, yeah. A couple of people thought he, he was a cub. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's the deal, Kelly. You've got... Um, 25 seconds to answer five questions. If you do, you win $500 of Jimmy's cash, okay? Let's do this. And the one rule that we do have is if a name comes up, you got to give us the full name, okay, brother? Yeah, I can do that, man. Okay, I am cheering for you, okay? You got this. I'm not. You got this, big guy. Kelly, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Who is Russia at war with right now? Ukraine. Tom York is the lead singer for what band? I don't know. How many Olympic rings are there? Eight. What was Pixar's first movie? I don't know. Star Wars? Uh, What's the chemical formula for water? H2O. Tom York is the lead singer for what band? Oh. You're such a loser. Star Wars? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. Better luck next time. <laughs> yes. Pixar Tom- and Star Wars? Tom York is the lead singer for Radiohead. Uh, oh, okay. There's five Olympic rings, and then it was Toy Story. Oh, wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. You guys have a great day, though, man. Thank, Thank you, you for not winning tomorrow. my money. Yeah. Or this afternoon. Well, I will check. All right, brother. You take care. Yes, 4.15 today with Pam. So she's got it. Pam! 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 Pam has a chance. Jimmy's cash. We're going to give away Jimmy's Uh, cash soon. No. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. Oh, boy. I guess we found the next convoy target. 
And it's not what you might think it would be. It's not a convoy against the next round of Coors 19. It's not a convoy across uh, about the high cost of living or like electric cars or anything like that. The next convoy being planned in the province, this is going viral today. A lot of people talking about this. It's about sex education. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, the woman planning it, who you may remember from Take Back Alberta, said she's planning this because sex education is being taught in every subject in school. Everywhere you go in school, that's all they're talking about. Phys ed? Oh, let's get physical. Math? You learn about the number 69. And maybe she's on to something. She's right. Kids should learn about the birds and the bees the same way it's been taught for generations. One, watching the scrambled channel of HBO Skinamax. <laughs> I see a nipple! Or finding an old collection of magazines in the woods. <laughs> Two, one of your friend's older brothers tells you all about it. Giving you all the wrong details. Very healthy. Well, he smokes a cigarette that he stole from his mom's purse. <laughs> this is how it's been taught for generations. This is how it should stay. There you go. If you've got a hankering for a good old-fashioned convoy, uh, the next cause is trying to make sure kids never learn about sex. Good thing none of those kids have phones with the internet on them, too. That would be bad. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. That's buy one tour, get one tour every single Tuesday. Book online and leave us a review at edmontongloryholetours.com. The Locker Room. Aaron Rodgers. He does that. What's that podcast he's on? Pat McAfee. Oh, my God. Who used to be a that guy's uh, so annoying. kicker, right, I believe? Was he? Yeah, I think he was a kicker or a punter or something. Okay. Um, yeah. It's a pretty big podcast, I think, because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, it gets a lot of attention, that podcast. Anyway, yeah. um, he does a weekly hit, so he was on it the other day, um, and he announced that his plan is and he was uh, mm-hmm. to be fair to Aaron Rodgers he was cautious about suggesting or guaranteeing that he's going to make a return before the end of the season and yeah. it would have to be the Jets getting into the playoffs like yeah. he's not going to make it before the end of the regular season there's just no way nobody would be able to but he said he had a, a new innovative surgery of course he did which is like everyone always makes fun of Aaron Rodgers because like in the off season, you know when he was deciding whether or not he was going to retire he went on a, a darkness retreat where he just lived in complete darkness and silence for a week or whatever. I think he lasted a day, didn't he? <laughs> he left a little bit earlier. And all that. So, yeah, he had an innovative surgery, which actually sounds medical. It doesn't sound like he... It's not like he rubbed mushrooms on his Achilles or anything. No, no, no. It was, it was like an a, actual surgery. Just a new style of surgery designed for athletes and their Achilles. Okay, so, so. what I was reading was they, they somehow grafted it and attach it to the bone differently than they say they make an internal brace. Um, so yeah, they they graph. Yeah. Now here's the thing: he's 39, mm-hmm. but he's also Aaron Rodgers. He's is, a world class athlete. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also reading about some of the other things that that, that they'll do with him, like hyperbolic chambers and and yeah. plasma injections. He's getting the best. He's going to get treatment all of it. in the world. Yeah, I mean. And he, 
it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm-hmm. You know, are you on the same page I, as as I am? I wouldn't be surprised if he was back. But I was thinking, like, if the Jets make the playoffs without him, do you put him in in the playoffs then? Like, let's say Zach Wilson becomes this good quarterback for them. That's you, not happening. Yeah, not after that game on Sunday. No, no. that looked awful. I think Jimmy <laughs> would have done Brady a better comes job out of retirement. There. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they keep bringing up that that uh, that Canadian kid, Nathan Rourke. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. his name is is they've got to do something. And the thing is, the the struggle for the Jets this year with Aaron Rodgers going down without even completing a pass in the regular season mm-hmm. in the New Jersey is that they kind of built a bit of a team to make a run. Yeah, right? around him. Yeah. So they've got this team, and now they don't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? They've got the defense. They've got some offensive pieces. Do you, you need a quarterback? I think you do. You go Tom after Brady. And then that's in, if, if Rodgers like, hobbles his way back into the playoffs, <laughs> do you throw him in there? <laughs> Right, but, but here's the thing, though. Let's just say he gets fixed and he's back by the playoffs, and he gets hurt really bad again. Would the team be in crap? I no, love it when you weigh in on decision. sports, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I've seen that where guys come back too soon and then they get hurt again, and then and then they try and sue the team or no, the NFL no, or no, no. In the states, that, they sue for everything. Though that doesn't happen. These guys. This guy makes, has m- more money than God. This guy has got more money, and he doesn't. He wants to play. It's his decision. It's his decision when he plays or not. When when guys get hurt on the field, they don't sue the nobody's forced the coach. Them back in there. No, no. And Aaron Rodgers is one of these. He's one of these athletes. He's at where he's at because of how he's wired. Right. And whether you like him or not, it's an interesting conversation because I don't, it's like Tiger. I don't want to cheer for him, but I got to cheer for the bastard. Yeah. You, you know what to. I mean? Yeah. And he's kind of, is, is that, he's become the, he's the, become that. He wasn't tiger. always, but. he's become the Tiger Woods of football. The locker room. Is this, does this give Jimmy hope? I think it does. You think Although, it does? Okay. How real are these things, or is this just all talk? That's what I always wonder about. Yeah. There's hope. Um, women say that nerds make the best husbands. And they specifically pointed out Star Wars well, nerds, and I, they started breaking down. I, I'll I read, read the, the whole pa- story. I'll read the first paragraph. Pretending to be a Jedi Knight thing, armed with a glowing lightsaber. I have two. Fanning out over Star Wars. <laughs> Okay. Even rocking a clunky pocket protector. I you don't have a pocket protector, but you but wear I, your cell I do, phone on a, I do, a holster. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, these are all that. the makings of a great husband, according to social media know it alls. Yeah. Listen to the locker room, that's ladies. Three out of three right now. I'm single. <laughs> Next next time you guys give me crap and go, like when I uh, go nerding out and go, you're single, huh? No, take a you look. Make the best I have husband. a chance. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> the picture that they used to, this guy dressed up as a Jedi. That's Jimmy. He's having the same glasses. When you wear glasses, you have the same ones. Uh, and he's even holding the lightsaber right. <laughs> Jesus. I can't believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> I don't disagree. I think 
if if somebody is looking to settle down like from the opposite yeah. sex if you're looking for security right if you're looking for somebody that isn't going to stray that is going to worship you jimmy i mean yes absolutely if, jim you would never see a more dedicated man to you yeah he will be there to rub your feet every night he'll be there. yeah he's never going to cheat on you he's, he's going to clean yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Okay. Okay. Maybe not. Hey, that. hey you're Let's... going a little too far there. He'll get you skip the dishes. <laughs> so I made a prediction um, quite a few years ago about the status because you, at the time, you were both single. Yeah, and and I remember you were bang on with Grant. I, I said to I said to uh, I said to Grant, I said you're going to meet somebody and you're going to fall head over, and it's going to be a ready-made family, and you're just going to jump right in, <laughs> and it's and it's over, right? And that's exactly what happened to to, to Grant, and um and I said at the time, I said Jimmy. I think I said this might take a little bit longer, but you're going to find someone. She's going to lock you down, and you're going to start spitting out babies. Like, just like. I better start soon. I'm almost 50. Yeah. Well, they'll work for a few more years. <laughs> and I still think, at the back of my mind, I still think that there's somebody out there for Jimmy. I uh, see. I she can't have a sense of smell. My idea of <laughs> of a woman. I'm getting better at the smell thing, at least with my body. My idea of the woman that Jimmy ends up with is still about same age or a little bit older than him. Um, she goes to all the '80s nights. Yeah, she probably is going to be an '80s night at the East Coast uh, Resurrection. Yep. on Saturday. Like she lives in the trailer park, and she's going to take Jimmy home and. She will just, do all sorts of things to him, nasty. and that will be his life. Yes. Jimmy will be the guy that's in handcuffs every weekend. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yep. I've already got the handcuffs. <laughs> Ladies, if that's you, meet Jimmy this weekend, DJing. I even have a dog collar and leash. We need some sort of code. Stop it! You know, we need some sort of code because Jimmy's not never going to make the move. So if you are interested in locking Jimmy up in your basement, yeah, yeah, yeah. go to the East Coast Junction on Saturday night. Jimmy will be DJing. Re what, what song should they request? That'll be like his code. Meet it, it, it is 80s night, so... Something from the 80s. Something Bon Jovi's. we got to come up with a, a code song. Okay. When, if somebody, if a woman requests it, you know that they want to lock you up. Well, in pick basement. a pick a keep the faith Bon Jovi. If you go up to Jimmy keep and request faith keep 90s. the faith, he'll know. Oh. <laughs> We're splitting hairs here. Yeah. Okay. Just it's an East Coast beer that only serves kokanee. I don't yeah. think we need to get that technical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> By the way, and not that we're saying anything that needs to be said out loud, but bring an adult diaper. Because <laughs> <laughs> adult diaper. Wah, wah. <laughs> it's a thing. He, he likes to be. Needs. He may want to be swaddled. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. Okay, I have a question for you because I played it for you earlier. It's a minute and it's a minute thirty. Hmm. Should I play the whole thing, the whole Ryan Reynolds ad, the latest ad? It's on his Instagram. Yeah, it's up to you. I mean, I don't it's know if we really need the whole thing. It's really funny. Yeah, I'm going to play the whole thing. All right, okay. It's nearly fall, which means the entire universe will once again be losing its mind for pumpkin spice. 
not on aviation. Not on my watch. That's his gym. Let's make yeah. him a groany. First, take one part each of bitter red liqueur. I didn't and know that. Sweet vermouth. It was gin and a Negroni. Take I didn't know what a Negroni was. spiced cinnamon stick and shove it right up your ass. <laughs> then, we add one part aviation American gin. I thought he made up stir. Negroni. No. And while stirring, no, that's a famous we're going to take a moment to ponder why it is that once a year for two or three months, we lose our <laughs> mind over pumpkin spice. What the f*** are we doing, people? I'm sending my kids off to school with a f***ing cumin yogurt in their life. <laughs> Next, we're going to garnish with an orange peel, delicious orange fruit, and enjoy a real drink. F*** you, pumpkin spice. It's Negroni week. <laughs> uh, it's not over yet. It's still, hang on. It's come to my attention that pumpkin spice has quite a lot of fans and a powerful political lobby. So on behalf of Aviation American Gin, its parent company Diageo, we'd like to wholesale apologize for our previous commercial. Help me. You know what? Not that I needed another excuse to like Ryan Reynolds, because I'm a yeah. fan, but um, that take on pumpkin spice. Brilliant. <laughs> The Negroni is a big popular drink right now. Is it? Is, yeah. is it because of aviation and because of these ads? Because no, it's not the first time he's done the Negroni thing. No, I think it's for other reasons. But I know that's like the go-to drink for a lot of my friends now. It, they've moved on from like old fashions to Negronis, but I didn't know what was in them. I just thought it was whiskey. <laughs> so what is the um, the the bitter liqueur? What uh, vermouth? Get, no, that's not no. There's vermouth the in it. There's vermouth, but there's also a red bitters. Gin, vermouth, and Campari. 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 I have Campari at home. Yeah, you should make some Negronis. I have some gin at home as well. There you go. Do you have oranges? I do. Orange slice in there. There you go. I might try one. It it actually looks really good. Mm Mm-hmm. I haven't had one before, so there you go. You do like the gin. Uh, not that I need any help with my alcoholism either. <laughs> Change up the beer once in a while. The locker room. There's a rumor floating around that I would like to put a stop to immediately. <laughs> Here's your daily Pete Davidson news from Locke. Yeah. We don't do it daily. Uh, yeah. We do not do this daily. It's pretty close. Okay. You're... you're Kind of almost turning into his fan club. No, I listen, Pete Davidson. You stay away from my girl. You stay away from the pop princess. <laughs> Pete Davidson is reportedly looking to date Britney Spears. Don't touch her. As they both navigate Leave the single her alone, lives. You loser. <laughs> that would be something. She hey? doesn't need you in her that life. That would be something else. She needs some security. She needs a real man. Some uh, some say that they're worried that this relationship might be too. Toxic. Stop it. <laughs> uh. Oops, he did it again. <laughs> is this just one of those, like, Pete Davidson dates everyone rumors, or is this a real rumor, you think? I don't know. I like, saw there was rumors else. that he was going to start dating that, that alien corpse that Mexico had in the government. <laughs> uh, there was also a rumor that Justin Trudeau and his wife Sophia broke up because of Pete Davidson. <laughs> Actually, that one was because of Idris Elba. 
I don't think they that. both got they, COVID at the same time at the come same on. conference. Okay, look who's waving the conspiracy flag now. <laughs> it's not a conspiracy. That's total conspiracy written all over it. Listen, Pete, if you're listening right now, you leave her alone. <laughs> you leave her alone. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Have you just completely given up on drinking box wine, or? Oh are you yeah, st- totally. Why? Are you, I have no reason to, because you guys are taking all my. Pay. I have nothing left. Like it's our fault that he can't control his drinking. You guys have done this to me. You've taken it. I never said that. Look what they did to my boy. He just said it. I said I have nothing left. <laughs> you said you so why even bother? everything from me. I love it. It's never his fault. I never said that. <laughs> okay, let's play it again. Yeah, right off the start. Yeah. Have you just completely given up on drinking box wine? Or Oh, yeah, s- totally. Why? Are you, I have no reason to because you guys are taking all my thing. You guys are taking everything from me. You have. <laughs> Why? <laughs> You're in control of this situation. This celebrity death pool wager that you lost, where you were only supposed to drink box wine for the month of September. You You're in control. Drinking beer. Yeah. You could have quit drinking like Grant did. You could have not drank beer three times now and lost three picks. <laughs> it's only September 19th. You've drank four boxes of wine. No, this is my third. drinking beer. This is my times. third box. <laughs> I just bought my third box yesterday. Okay, and how's this one? This one's actually pretty good. Okay, like it's, Grant said, we, we were talking to you the other day. There's box. decent boxed wines out there. You found, a, you found one because it was dirt cheap and it tasted like apple cider vinegar. Did you finish that or did you just pour it out? Oh no! I killed it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste thirty dollars worth of. It was twenty eight dollars worth of wine. <laughs> he powered through it. Tastes like pine salt, like but he, hero. he got it. He got her now. <laughs> it gets you drunk. So right, the, what's this what, new one? The, it's. I'm saying the name wrong. Pellet Family Vineyards. It's a Merlot. Pellet. I think. P e l l e t. Okay. And it's okay. it's a red wine. It's. Actually, quite tasty. <laughs> <laughs> I've there had some one, decent box. But there wines was one we day. used to get all the time. That's uh, really good. Is it? My, I'm gonna see if I can wife, find it here. My wife has a boxed wine in the fridge that she just has, and it'll take her three months to drink it. But it's mine's a box a week. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Because if I'm on the third week, third box of wine. And not only that, we when we started this whole challenge at the beginning of September, we went on air and we said, hey, if there's any decent boxed wines out there, send them in. Yeah. And we had like 30 people send you suggestions. And of course, you buy the cheapest one at the liquor store. So it's your own fault. I, I'm, I'm thinking... It's just the, the thing is, is I... I could, Go to the liquor stores in my neighborhood. You know, there's four of them, and there's one that's you know. There's only one that has box wine. No, but the one I go to, the one I go to the most, uh, you collect points if you get so many points. <laughs> you, you get ten dollars off your next thing. So, so you know, I prefer going to the one where you know I get frequent flyer miles. <laughs> It's a little punch card they give you. <laughs> I can't like, believe it. Everybody that works there knows me by name. They put my amazing uh, thing in the system. Oh, and- you're you're amazing. The locker room only on cruise. So the merger between 
the UFC and the WWE Worldwide Wrestling, brother. WWE. This is a big story, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's a huge sporting entertainment company now, right? Is this so, a big story TKO in your world? We, Jimmy's a, like Jimmy's when you're a wor- professional wrestler. When you're working out with the crew? When you guys are when in the, guys are uh, down gym? At the gym? What are you guys Pump talking about? Yeah. Uh, they, <laughs> we talk a, a lot about W, not as much the UFC, but the but this big- merger has, have you talked to, Massive distraction about that? Like, has that come up? He's on the verge of making it. Uh, He's more, like, we're more focused on AEW. It's it's, uh, It's Chris Jericho's wrestling. All Elite Wrestling. So that's a little bit different because it's, a lot of them are, like, ex-WWE guys that came over and, you know, did their own thing. And Massive was actually part of one of their shows uh, a few months back. Okay. Yeah. Is there a possibility that Monster Pro Wrestling gets no. merged with a what? No, they wouldn't. Why well, wouldn't they? they? They're, they're not. This is an independent backyard wrestling. Like I wouldn't necessarily. We're the best wrestling company in Edmonton and and, and <laughs> okay. northern northern Alberta. Aren't they all so, the same? Yeah. No, they're not all the same. It's all the well, same group no. of guys. They just move from company to company every. But I mean, I mean, as far as quality goes, you're kind of getting the same thing. If you go to an A, what is it? A AEW. They're well, in a monster pro but, wrestling. Thing. But it's, AEW no. is televised. The they productions do, are enormous. Okay. They're like they, they're enormous. They, productions, they have a right? lot more of a budget than we do. It's kind of like but going we're building, from like, like we're building. It's kind of like going from like a high school play to Broadway, right? Like that's the difference. I thought they were a lot closer. Those two, like no. Monster Pro Wrestling, and no, I know nothing about it. Not it. No, I we're, think my analogy is good. You guys are on Shaw High School Drama Class or Broadway play. You know, it's all pretend. I, just, I thought because a lot of our guys are on, you know, just coming into wrestling, learning the business, yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. So yeah, we we would be like brought or you're not brought. And all kidding is, no, uh, no. And all kidding, uh, all kidding aside, yeah. massive distraction, massive damage. Yeah, that's our nickname for him. He is a good mentor for young totally. wrestlers. Yeah, totally. Right? Well, he can teach anyone how to think wrestling. And okay, yeah. So and I'm speaking surprised. Of that, I'm going in for training today. Speaking of which, this to me, this would be a bigger story. Does this not legitimize your business, like the the wrestling world? The fact that UFC and WWE is now one company under one umbrella. Does it, that it not legitimate, give you guys it, some it, credibility? Uh, I, I, yeah, it legitimatizes a little bit of I, it what was already billion dollar business. Like it was already well, one of the biggest sporting entertainments in the world, right? But I, I've always sort of thought it was a bit of a joke. <laughs> well, no, it's a bunch of grown men in tights pretending, but it's still okay. not pretending. It's we're not doing that. I, I, that conversation frustrates the hell out of me. <laughs> Because you, I love the fact that you're part of a group and that you get to go. You're gonna be at the gym but, later, but like lifting weights. The, the, the thing is, but the it's thing still is, a, though, is I it's find it weird. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I find it hard to get over too. Like, and I enjoyed wrestling when I was younger, but the pretending, like on the mics and 
I I'm literally crush you. It's like, no, you're not. We're gonna do a pre-rehearsal. When dance. we when we worked at the bear, I don't know what it was. Every one of those losers Stop over there were into the into wrestling. Yeah, and I would be in a room. Podcasts. I'd be in a room. We'd be talking, and and Life they would wrestling. They try to bring up wrestling, and I would literally just get up and I'd leave the room. Yeah. And they're like, "What's wrong with you?" And I'm like, "You guys are losers. I, I, you're in your 30s." And some of you are in your 40s, and you still dedicate an entire weekend to some stupid sport. Like, it just, it's, I, like it's ridiculous to me. I, I I'm was sorry. getting really into UFC, and so, one of my friends who's a big wrestling nerd, oh, he goes, This is, I can't watch this. We went to, we were watching UFC. He's a big wrestling nerd. Just wait, let me finish. And he goes, I. I can't watch this. There's just not enough. Like they need better storylines and they need some out better outfits. <laughs> Hold the phone. Like, you know they're actually hitting each other in this one. So, so you're you're giving people a hard time for spending their weekend on watching wrestling when you want to spend weekends watching football and hockey Listen, and all this real. You know crap. You know what though? But I will be honest. If you if you actually sit down and take a thousand foot look at any sport. In any sport, they're all ridiculous. It's all a little silly. I mean, we have to. You have to be honest. I played golf on Sunday. First off, if you see me swing a golf club it's and hilarious. you don't laugh, there's something wrong with you. Like you're and you're being very polite. Isn't that the old Robin Williams bit? Chasing a ball around a field. It is a absolutely moronic undertaking to wander around a field. For four and a half hours, five hours. And, and not only that, I almost got into a fight on Sunday because of golf. Some guy was so mad that a ball landed 30 feet around b- b- behind him <laughs> that he was going to come and punch me out. He waited for me in the parking lot. Like, it's so asinine. It's t- So l- listen to me. I am, It's not lost on me how stupid sports are to begin with. I just, I can't wrap my head around... And I'll and, and every once in a while I'll be flipping around and I'll hit a channel with wrestling on it and I'll I'll spend a minute and I will like <laughs> how how do people do this like I I, I like I how see, do you sit and watch this it's so I'm not bad. a watcher I'm not a watcher of wrestling it's <laughs> not what we he heard. is a watcher okay <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're done can we move on. We'll see Jimmy in the WWE soon, or the w- UFC, w- one of them. Yeah. Actually, if you get into the UFC, I will come to one of your fights. <laughs> You're oh, going to be my first fight. front row seats. <laughs> You're going to be my first fight. Welcome to the locker room. El Niven and the Alibi, right? Yeah. Local boys? Yeah, local band. I, I, think, some. I think he's still calling it. The Ellen Niven and the Alibi because yeah. Unleashed just came out. That's a new song from them. And on YouTube, it has the full name. Yeah, so I think that's what they're still going by. Um, great kind of bluesy rock. They play yeah. blues on white quite a bit in town. Like they'll, oh, do, they? they'll do a cover thing uh, for some evenings, you know, some dance parties and stuff. So, but oh, that's cool. Yeah. So anyway. Um, Grant saw that the new single had been dropped last week, and so we reached out to him. And I've been texting back. And this is the new song. Anyway, um, we invited him on the show, so he's going to come down on Friday, and he's really good, kind of just acoustically. Yeah, I've seen some stuff on his YouTube page, like he'll release stuff, and it's just him and guitar. I did. Um 
Remember that app that um, was out for a while, Be Live? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah my yeah. friend Ken was doing. I did a couple of shows on there with 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 Al. Yeah. And uh, where he would play and I would host, and he would just be playing guitar and singing, and it was awesome. He's, he's great. He, he's really good at it. He's awesome. Anyway, um, I, I kind of s- screwed up the courage to ask him if I could play harmonica with him. <laughs> So I sent him a text. And after, that's the last after time he ever came on the show. <laughs> I sent him a text and I said, "Hey, when you're down on Friday, can I can I bring my face pianos and we can jam out?" Yeah. I don't know if we'll put that on the air, but well, we'll, there'll be a video of it for sure. We'll do some video or something. People have never seen video of you playing the harmonica in the studio, so they haven't. Yeah. I no, doubt we it. We haven't had the cameras going. I don't think so. That's it is actually point. you playing all these the Roseanne go- theme songs. So and anyway, I, and I it's actually such had a, a spectacle watching you play. <laughs> I had a, a moment last night. I was on the podcast and uh, I did the intro for the Dean Blundell podcast. Yes, that we do. Yeah, and it's like it's face piano, and it triggers me every time because <laughs> I was drunk when I did it. Of course, and I just fired it off to them, and I'm it's not good, it, <laughs> but they love it, and they've used it ever since. Yeah. It's been like two and a half years. <laughs> And I keep telling them, like, let me re- like redo it, or let me What's go into the, the studio. Untrained ear, all harmonica sounds the same. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so anyway, I I had a moment of anxiety yesterday when I heard that that harmonica intro start, and I'm like, oh my god, I got to play harmonica on Friday. I haven't been playing. Yeah. And he's an actual musician. He's a great I'm, musician. And I'm a hack. <laughs> so I'm a little bit freaked out. I'm going to start practicing. Yeah. I, I pulled the amp out last night, and I put it up by my by my computer in the loft. Yeah. So Played next, along to some songs. Next couple of nights, I might try and uh, just tell me what key you're in. <laughs> That's all we need. And then we're ready to go, baby. It's been too long since I've been to a show where Jimmy's at the front yelling, What key are you in? What key? Hammered. <laughs> you're usually hammered when you're playing on stage anyway. That's a good point. Because anyway. I think the last time you played on stage, the band is no longer talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Okay, so on Friday, we've got El Nibbin in, and it's just him and, and the acoustic and guitar. The guitar yeah. So we're going to get a tune out of him. But if you haven't heard of him before, you might want to look him up. He's Go to his Spotify. Yeah, he's on Spotify, but yeah. he's he's actually it's he's well worth a follow on YouTube because mm-hmm. they release quite a bit of content. They did something cool during COVID too. Him and his buddy there, the the, the drummer from the band, yeah. they just hopped in a truck and took off. Just drove down to, that? Drove down to Texas or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And they, Mexico. They it's something filmed, like that. They filmed a bunch of videos and stuff like that that were going up on a fairly regular basis. Yeah. When he got back, he he like would put these things together and they were kind of cool. Yeah. Like they were busking and stuff like that down there. Yeah. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it even though I'm freaking out that I <laughs> be better practice. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.